And so we see an uncontrollable demonic force, and Jesus just in his power just says, go, and it goes. Later, a little bit later in the book of Mark, we see um, this huge storm, this uncontrollable storm, and Jesus just says, stop, and it stops. See, he has this power, and then for people like you and me, uh, he invites us. He extends his hand. He's like, come follow me. I'll, I'll make you a fisher of men also. Uh, come, come believe in me. I'll, I'll give you life. And he sends this invite out. He uses his power to relieve human affliction. But then with us, he gives an invitation. How do we use our power? <laughs> We all have some kind of power in different ways. Maybe you have a physical strength. You know, Carlos has been hitting the gym. He's kind of a force to be reckoned with right now. He's got physical strength. Maybe you have charisma where just everybody seems to like you. Maybe you have some authority because of the place you are in your, in your job or your, your title or whatever. Some other sphere of influence or you know a special uh, skill that gives you some kind of power. Maybe you just have money. That's some kind of power. Well, I was thinking, how, how might we use these to alleviate human uh, affliction? I think if you are the biggest kid on the playground, <laughs> you could use that power to, uh, to make people fall in line, to follow you, to boost your whatever. Or you could use your biggest kid on the playground power to advocate for that skinny kid that's getting bullied. So there's just one example. Most of you don't live in that world right now, which is fine. Um, maybe, you have, maybe you have physical strength that you could uh, help with like disaster relief or help a neighbor move or, you know, the list goes on and on. Maybe your authority. We were talking about moms today. And I think of uh, parents have this certain kind of authority in the home. My, my dad wielded his authority in various ways, but one way uh, he made us uh, help other people. So he'd use his authority to say, kids, we're going to Mexico, and we're going to uh, be- dig outhouse holes and build outhouses. So, so we did that. And we, he, uh, he drug us to, uh, to uh, cook for these groups of people at, at church, out in the desert sometimes and in other places. So he used his authority to, uh, to rally us to, to bring uh, relief to somebody else. Maybe you're a business owner, you could sacrifice some kind of profit to give back to your employees or the community or to relieve some kind of suffering. Maybe you just have some charisma where, where people just, you're just irresistible to people and you use that to help others. Um, we used to be involved in a, in a group, like a Sunday school class kind of a group at Emmanuel Faith. And some friends of ours, uh, Tim and, and Jenny, they hosted this uh, acts of service night at their house. So they're just the kind of people that you just can't resist. They're just very sweet people. And the email says this. This is inviting everyone from the class. It says, Tim and I would like to host a quote-unquote acts of service night at our house on Friday, April 21st. We're planning to do a number of different projects and can use as much help as we can get. We'll have dinner, a short devotional prayer time, and we'll be making some kids' kits for some of the homeless slash transitional kids in our community, writing and sending packages to missionaries. 
making food for women and children in shelters. If your family would like to join us, we would love to have you. So she just used her, her bubbly, friendly personality to rally a bunch of people to do a bunch of great things to help some people. This is ways we could use our power, like Jesus did. Uh, maybe your power is money. We, you could think of all kinds of things you could do with money. That's, we could be here all day dreaming up things we could spend money on that would help people. Uh, this uh, friend of mine, he's a pastor at a church in San Clemente, and their church is doing some, a really interesting thing. They call it Promote Grace, promotegrace.com, if you're on your smartphones right now. No, don't. Just save it for later. Um, and here's the idea. Uh, the idea is they, they encourage their church to do an act of kindness, an unexpected kindness to somebody, and then just leave them a little note, or they have these business cards made up that just say uh, hashtag promote grace or promotegrace.com, and they'll just leave that there. So some of the examples, um, you, know, you pay for the people behind you in the drive-thru, and they just give the person at the counter this card that says promotegrace.com, and then the next person comes up, and their, their meal's already paid for, and they get this little card. And so um, others, they left flowers on somebody's windshield. Um, uh, another, another family, this car was waiting for their spot, and it was a parking metered spot. And so uh, they paid the parking meter before they pulled out, and they stuck one of those Promote Grace cards in it, and then they took off so the car would pull in, and it's already full. So just different ways to just be an unexpected blessing to somebody. Uh, making soup for the homeless downtown. They did just a bunch of different things. And so the idea is you leave this card, and then you go to that website. The person who gets the card goes to that website, and they share the gospel. And then there's all these stories of other ways people are, are promoting grace. I thought it was just a super awesome idea. And it was fun reading through some of the stories of, um, that people posted on there. I'll just read one. This lady was a recipient of the card, and she, and she wrote in. She says, I'm almost speechless. This weekend, I spent most of my money flying out to be with a good friend for Christmas. Her boyfriend did something to me in my sleep the day of Christmas that made me uncomfortable. After letting my good friend know what happened, she dropped me off at a hotel and now I'm here alone in an area I don't know without a car. I walked to the gas station this morning to buy myself some basic necessities to get me through the next couple of days. But when I got to the register, my debit and credit card were declined. Just my luck. Then a man behind me paid for all my stuff, and he was only there to purchase a soda. This warmed my heart and brought me to tears because in my hotel, I cried to the Lord last night asking why this is happening to me. After he purchased my stuff, he handed me this card that says promotegrace.com. I visited the website and watched these videos and filled with joy. At this moment, all my doubt and uncertainty was washed away. God's watching over me, and I have faith he will provide for me. Thank you for your blessings. Something simple. We just can't imagine the power when we start acting like Jesus, (laughs) doing works, astonishing works, uh, passing on the astonishing words. Jesus blew people's minds when he used his power to relieve suffering. When you follow Jesus, prepare to be amazed at his works, at his words, and he invites you to participate. So, maybe you wish you could speak the good news 
freely and powerfully like that. You, you, you chicken out, though, right before. Or it's hard to find a way to segue into that conversation. I, I can relate. Or maybe you really want to do these unexpected acts of, of goodness, but, but you procrastinate or, or you don't know how it will be received or you're just kind of busy doing some other things and you don't get around to it. So where do we get the source of power to be that kind of person, to act like Jesus did? Because that's what we want. Well, he shows us. Verse 35. After this late night of doing all these things, and rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and he went to a desolate place, and there he what? He prayed. That's where we, we get fueled. That's where we get empowered. That's where we get uh, encouraged. That's where we get our, our purpose to, to be that kind of person that Jesus was is when we spend time with him. Uh, does that sound familiar? <laughs> the basic way that we thrive in our relationship with God, or one of the ways, is through prayer. We go into our prayer closet and draw near to God, and he stirs our hearts to, to live like him. We really, really need that prayer closet. But we really, really need to not stay in there. <laughs> we need to come out into the world and heal brokenness, to restore broken relationships, to minister to people with the good news and with goodness in Jesus' name. And here's, here's how it's uh, the end of the story. Verse 36. <clears throat> Remember, Jesus kind of snuck out of town. He's hiding and praying. Verse 36, And Simon and those who were with him, they searched for him, and they found him and said, Everyone's looking for you. And he said, Let's go on to the next towns, that I may may preach there also, for that's why I came. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching, that's like proclaiming or announcing, in their synagogues, and he was casting out demons. So everywhere he went, he's like, Okay, let's go to the next place. Let's come with good news and with good works. Good news, good, good works, or goodness. When you follow Jesus' example, uh, prepare to be amazed. Prepare to be amazed by the power of Jesus' words spoken through you. Prepare to be amazed by the power of Jesus' works uh, done through you. And this wake of astonishment just might follow. So, we go hunker down in our, in our prayer place with Jesus. And we ask God to use us to bring unexpected words and works of grace and power. And then we come out and we go and we blow somebody's mind with Jesus. <laughs> See? We come out and we say that encouraging word. We, we share that, that simple truth about Jesus came to save sinners. We, we came to, to tell about the love of Jesus, and we came to, to do com- works of compassion, to alleviate suffering wherever we see it, to do the words and works of Jesus. So maybe there's somebody in your mind right now that you think, man, there's something I could say or do that just might astonish them and draw them that much closer to Jesus. So, uh, so let's, let's do that. Let's ask the Lord's help to do that right now.
<clears throat> Lord, you are amazing. There's, there's nothing boring about you. There's nothing boring about following you. You've asked us to come to you as the source of power and then to go out and, and be your spokesmen and spokeswomen and to be your hands and feet out in a community where people need to know your love. They need to see your love. Lord, make us those kinds of people and may you be completely glorified when we, we see people amazed by that. Lord, we, we love you and are so thankful for your love for us. Amen.